Afterward. From Contemplation to Action. Read by Charlie Bressler, Executive Director of The Life You Can Save. Who would have guessed that a family vacation in Hawaii would lead to a life-altering experience? But in 2012, while doing the usual things one does at such times, I also read Peter Singer's Practical Ethics, which I found provocative enough that I went on to his more applied book, The Life You Can Save. And as they say, the rest is history. Four years earlier, I had stepped down as president of a publicly traded retail clothing company to pursue more socially impactful work. I was then almost 60, and I was acutely aware that if I was ever going to act on my desire to address the social economic issues that I had cared about since my university days, but had done absolutely nothing about, I'd better get going. Peter's message moved me beyond mere contemplation because it so persuasively argued a point of view that I shared and because it came at a time when I was finally ready to act. Over the years, I had recalled the following rather vivid memory many times. I am walking to Harvard Square from the dorm of my girlfriend Diana, now my wife, to get a late-night snack and thinking, how can I justify eating in a restaurant when I could use the money to help others? What amazes and embarrasses me is that I could have had such a thought and hundreds of similar ones for over 35 years and followed up on them not at all except by feeling guilty. Well, that's not exactly true. When our kids were about 12 and 16, we all decided to put out a jar in the kitchen, and every time we thought about going out to eat, we would stay home instead and put the money in a jar. The idea was to do something socially useful with that money. Nice thought. But we never acted on this idea, so the empty jar just sat there until we removed this constant reminder of our selfishness. Normally, Diana would donate some money during December to a variety of causes, but it was not that much as a percentage of our annual income, and like other people, we did no research on how consequential or cost-effective those donations would be. They were just reactions to solicitations by friends or a result of Diana's intuition about where the money might be useful. Sound familiar? After reading The Life You Can Save, I was so energized that I found an email address for Peter and reached out to him, although I had never met or communicated with him before. After a couple of conversations, I asked him if he thought Diana and I could be more useful by making a sizable gift to a few of his recommended nonprofits that engage in highly successful poverty interventions or by providing seed money for growing his nascent organization. If we did the latter, I offered to volunteer to be that organization's executive director. At the time, the choice was not an easy one for Peter, Diana, and me to make. If we did not succeed in building the life you can save, we would, for example, be sacrificing the chance to save more than 100 children dying from malaria or to perform about 700 additional fistula surgeries. On the other hand, developing the organization would mean significant leverage both in spreading Peter's message and in raising a large number of additional dollars. Dollars that would not have been donated to those nonprofits if Diana and I had supported them with just one large check. 
The decision to expand the life you can save turned out to be correct by a large margin. A good way to think about how well the choice paid off is to calculate the life you can save's net impact, money moved minus money spent, since 2013, when we supplied the seed funding $500,000. This net impact has been nearly $12.5 million, thus almost 25 times as much as Diana and I would have contributed directly to recommended nonprofits. Of course, some of that $12.5 million would have been raised anyway by a group of the Life You Can Save volunteers without the seed money. But our estimate is that it would have been only a small fraction. If this type of leverage donation appeals to you, as it did to Diana and me, please visit thelifeyoucansave.org slash invest or contact me directly at charlie at thelifeyoucansave.org. A primary purpose of launching a revised 10th anniversary edition of The Life You Can Save is to spread Peter's message to a broader audience and to dramatically increase the amount of money donated to the effective nonprofits we recommend at thelifeyoucansave.org. I hope that the new edition of the book has convinced you to donate more to charities with proven, effective interventions and to share the book and its ideas with your family, friends, and community. April 2019